There is an art to science and science in art. The two are not enemies, but different aspects of the whole. Isaac Asimov, an American writer and professor of biochemistry at Boston University. You are listening to the Science Promoter Podcast. I used to spend so much time on my notes. I even had friends borrowing my notes to study because they said it looked like an art journal sometimes. Because I had less time for my creative hobbies, I turned note-taking into one. I used different pen colors and fonts for headings. I made illustrations in my notes. I remember spending a ridiculous amount of time making illustrations of cells and organelles for my biology class. Little did I know, this was my first encounter at the intersection of science and art. Later, as I explored the world of science communication, I stumbled across scientific or medical illustrations and the concept of infographics. This specific field uses art to explain scientific and medical concepts in a creative way. Using art to communicate science is common in the classroom and in textbooks. However, for as long as I can remember, art and science have been seen as separate and unrelated subjects, despite the fact that art is often used to aid science. It seems like we have been putting a strong emphasis in STEM subjects and undermine the arts and humanities. But there's a growing concern about the negative impact of detaching STEM from arts and humanities, which has inspired a shift from STEM to STEAM to reincorporate art into STEM. STEM is an acronym that is used to talk about a collective and interdisciplinary group of professions that fall under science, technology, engineering, and math. It is used in education to specifically refer to curricula that prepare students for a career in any of these areas that are important to the global economy through innovations and discoveries. Thanks to this effort, students are now two times more likely to pursue a career in STEM than their parents, according to the U.S. News and World Report. For this reason, there's also an increase in funding to improve STEM education. One example is the collaboration between NASA and the Texas State University to train STEM educators and support STEM teachers. They hope to, quote, improving STEM instruction and advancing the workforce pipeline by developing more teachers who are well-prepared and understand real-world contexts of science and math. Unfortunately, this leads to a decrease in emphasis on arts and humanities in schools. Why is disengaging from arts and humanities bad? It's because STEM students are trained to solve the world's problem, but how can they do this efficiently while being disconnected from the outside world, this can greatly affect their worldviews and therefore making it harder to see problems and solutions to society's pressing issues. This reminds me of a photo I saw online, and I'm going to try my best to describe what the photo looked like. The top section contains Lego pieces of different colors, shapes, and sizes all mixed together. The second pile is the pieces sorted by colors and then shapes the last part is a picture of a house built from these Lego pieces. Someone in STEM may see the pile of Lego pieces as the problem that needs to be solved. They work to sort them based on various characteristics, then solve them by stacking them into a certain way. But it takes an artist, a storyteller, 
to put these pieces into a picture to tell the story. Quite often, people in STEM, having been technically trained, struggle to effectively communicate their work to a more general audience, resulting in their disconnection from the public. You probably have heard of or seen from mainstream media that portrays the stereotypical scientists, engineers, and mathematicians being dry, boring, nerdy, and sometimes socially challenged. They are everything that artists aren't. However, science and arts are more similar than they are different. Science and art are ways humans use to explore and understand the natural world. Art has been used as a way to document scientific progress, like illustrations of plants and animals, or the detailed work of an accurate anatomical structure of the human body. Visual arts like painting can provide insights into what the world was like. Besides using arts to aid science, many aspects of arts are itself science or a product of science. The chemistry of creating paint, the engineering of a camera, the food science of baking and cooking or creating artificial flavors are just a few examples. Additionally, integrating art in STEM is crucial in creating a product. If you're listening to this on any of your electronic devices, you will notice that there are icons and colors and symbols that allow the users to interact with the device. And this is a collaboration between many disciplines, um, probably software engineers, computer scientists, graphic designers, and the marketing team, for example. With specialization of skills in the modern world, many people are trained for one specific profession or one specific field. However, many of the world's legendary scientists are also artists and writers. Isaac Asimov or Leonardo da Vinci are great examples. In his book, How to Think Like Da Vinci, Daniel Smith wrote, We wonder how one man could be so skilled across the arts and sciences. The answer is that he recognized no intellectual separation between his work as an artist and as a scientist. Instead, the artist and the scientist were conjoined, their ideas flowing effortlessly together, informing his practice in whatever discipline he happened to be focusing upon any given day. More importantly, integration of art increases soft skills that help people become better managers and team players. These soft skills can help scientists to better communicate with other people and medical doctors with better bedside manners. A common answer to the question of what employers look for when they interview a candidate is a more well-rounded candidate who is a team member who is smart and skilled, and of course, that is aside from technical skills. In fact, realizing how important art and science integration is, the National Science Foundation awarded $300,000 grant to a Boston College physicist, Andres Herzinski and developing a program that connects science, math, and art to encourage new ways of thinking and new ideas. The program will study the conceptualization and creation of works of art to support scientific finding and presentation, as well as the science of preserving and even reconstructing fragile or damaged work of art. Programs like these are emerging and hopefully it will redirect our current hustle culture which has left little room for sleep, let alone leisure activities and hobbies. This does not only lead to burnout, but also to miss so many opportunities 
for our brain to be creative, which will be a tremendous help to research where novel ideas and problem-solving skills are so important. Seeing the divergence in science and art, a physical chemist and novelist, Charles Percy Snow, shared his concerns in his book *The Two Cultures*. He stated that it troubled him to see scientists being discouraged from art, and artists who overlook the scientific method, which can harm the collective human intellect. Science and art complement each other, so integrating art and science will help drive more innovation. And leads to better advancement of our society. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope this encourages you to get out there and explore the arts and humanities. The science promoter is signing off. Remember, stay open-minded, stay curious. <laughs>